0: You're listening to The Impact 89FM. morning east lansing welcome into amazon 89 on wdbm this beautiful april 11th 2022 morning it's luke sloan it's tay halsterman we are happy to be with you after a week off due to tay's voice injury but it's sunny outside it's beautiful and we feel amazing let's have a monday
1: i have a voice now so that's which exciting. is important. everyone can hear me.
0: <laughs> uh, having a voice is important to do radio, yeah, but what did you have a good weekend this weekend?
1: I did you know we had we had camp impact, so a bunch of us went out and braved the cold and hung out outside for several hours. That was it it felt weirdly final. I'm not gonna lie because like we're only gonna be here for another month or so.
0: Don't tell anybody that, so this was. what do you mean we're gonna be here forever?
1: This was the first weekend where I was like, oh, shoot. Like, it's happening. There's no getting away from it now. We are graduating.
0: I don't know if I've really had that feeling yet. Mm. Maybe that's not a bad thing. But I can definitely feel, I can hear the footsteps just a little bit. Yeah, We're not alluding to anything here. There's no elephant in the room. We are about to, one month from now, we are going to be done. Done, done. Well, you have a few more classes to take, yeah. but I am going to be done done, and this radio show is going to have new hosts. So, hopefully, we can put on a show here the next four weeks, but good weekend. It was a little cold. It was a little which, cold. Not know, anymore. It's nice today. No. Oh, it's going to be beautiful today. This is a little teaser for weather, <laughs> but high of 65 today, that's going to be gorgeous. Yeah. You had a busy Sunday. You didn't watch the Masters, which no. is a shame.
1: No. I had I had an awards ceremony thing to attend that you were mentioned at, even though you don't think you won any awards. Um can I don't think
0: I should be criticized for, for not attending because I truly no, no, no. did not think that I won. You
1: absolutely shouldn't be and criticized. I was for not, not notified
0: of this you award.
1: Just, you just need to be recognized for your accomplishments. So I'm recognizing nah, you now on the radio. I'm all right. Congrats, bro.
0: I appreciate that. <laughs> It's okay, though. I was able to watch the Masters. I had the windows open because it was warm out yesterday afternoon. It's starting to feel like spring, which means that it's definitely going to snow tomorrow. No, so don't, I don't say that. I don't want to get too excited just yet because every time we do on this show, it always snows. That's so the
1: worst thing you've ever said.
0: You've, you've also said that three or four times on this show. This
1: time, I mean it.
0: So... We have a lot to get to. We have a lot of headlines to get to this morning. We'll just start off with them right away. A lot of strange things going on at home and abroad, per usual, on this radio program. We'll start out in the U.K. Of course, we're going to go overseas. But Gordon Ramsay, he's in the news this morning. He was called in to come to the rescue for Edward Peak Middle School in Biggleswate, U.K., the, the kitchen manager of this middle school was really in a lot of trouble. She was left to feed hundreds of students alone because her staff was pretty much entirely out sick. Gordon Ramsay was appearing on a radio show when the, the chef of the kitchen called into the radio show to say, Gordon Ramsay, I need your help. Come cook with me and feed these students. Gordon Ramsay couldn't make it himself, but he sent one of his best chefs, a guy named Roy Cameron, who went to the middle school and helped the chef cook all the meals. So, hey, people just know Gordon Ramsay to be that TV chef yelling at people on your screen, but came through pretty clutch here for a a lot of middle school students and their chef.
1: That's such a happy ending. I was honestly expecting this to be one of those stories where it's like funny that someone called him out. But that he never actually does anything about it because i feel like that tends to be a popular theme that would be a very actually did something is so nice
0: that would definitely be a very celebrity thing Mm -hmm. everyone asks so much of celebrities and people in power and stuff and you know most of it ends up in a photo op or something but there are tangible photos the story is from npr there are tangible photos of chef cameron at this school actively cooking with the head chef. So yeah. and I'll tell you one thing. That was probably the best meal that those middle school students ever had. Oh yeah. It was probably delicious. I don't know what was on the menu. It does not say here, but I, I used to love e- eating in the cafeteria back in elementary school, middle school. Those were those were good times.
1: I do not ever remember loving a school meal or the time in the lunchroom. Mm.
0: <laughs> That's, i i kind of expect that take from you to yeah, be honest yeah
1: i'm picky and lactose intolerant so you like, know what man. you have an
0: excuse <laughs> i'll cut you a little bit of a break because you. you know there are some restrictions we're working with here i think we need a cafeteria here in the station i think that'd be pretty cool
1: uh kind that of like would be how, fantastic kind of like
0: how espn has a their own cafeteria we have radio a kitchen. station cafeteria so,
1: like that's huge honestly We shouldn't complain.
0: We have a toaster, (laughs) we have a mini fridge, we have a coffee maker, we have a toaster oven, we have a sink.
1: Really, all we need is a chef and you can cook, so maybe you should just start a little cafeteria in the suite. Hey,
0: don't sell yourself short either. You can also cook.
1: A little bit. Not as good as, I'd rather you run a cafeteria than me.
0: I I appreciate the sentiment. (laughs) We'd be eating well. I'll just say that, we would be eating well. Our next headline takes us to Waterbury, Connecticut. This is from the Associated Press. A a trove of paintings, other artwork, and, and many valuable artifacts were found in a dumpster that was in an abandoned barn in Connecticut. And those paintings and artifacts are worth millions of dollars. So in 2017, all of these paintings were found by a contractor in this Connecticut town, a guy named Jared Whipple, and he found out that they came from an abandoned barn, and they were kind of hard to identify because the artist who made these pieces, Francis Hines, who died in 2016 at 96, he was very notorious for wrapping up his pieces with fabric to keep them safe, so no one really thought anything of the artwork when it was sitting in the barn and then the dumpster, but, this this artist made art from everywhere from new york to washington square many public areas government buildings but the the artwork was retrieved from a barn and then thrown into a dumpster and then finally discovered not long ago and it's worth millions of dollars
1: the fact that it's even still worth something after that journey like that it's not ruined
0: francis hines must have done a heck of a job wrapping up that artwork
1: <laughs> yeah in fabric too like how did this survive that long
0: you know what they say they never they don't they don't make them like they used to that's true when they talk about appliances refrigerators cars maybe they don't make them like they used to wrapping artwork
1: imagine just finding super rare art in like a dumpster though
0: no kidding like this maybe we need to start mechanic, dumpster diving i'm in this auto mechanic <laughs> It was like winning the lottery.
1: Yeah. That's, Literally that's, a gold mine. That, and, and to, like, if I saw something like that in the dumpster, I'd just be like, eh, somebody's trash. I another would man's treasure. To pull that out and be like, this is probably worth something.
0: It was another man's treasure, True. truly. True. It, it was not just a saying. And it wasn't just trash. But you want are we going to go dumpster diving after the show? You know now? what? I'm in.
1: There's You're lots in? of dumpsters on campus.
0: All right we're in we have one right behind the station we'll go there we can go dig through all the coffee cups that i threw away last week
1: oh great
0: i don't know if anyone it would be unfortunate if we came across all of that we're staying with another story from the associated press right here in our home state of michigan near st joseph's now police in that area michigan state police are investigating the theft of a seven foot tall that's 2.13 meters for anybody interested, a seven-foot-tall metal Sasquatch lawn ornament from a home right in Southern Michigan. Yes, a metal Sasquatch lawn ornament. The item was crafted from sheet metal and it was stolen from that home in St. Joseph's County in Park Township around March 22nd, but they still have not found it according to Michigan State Police. It was a rusty brown color with various sharp edges to resemble the fur of the mythical ape-like Bigfoot. And it appeared that it was cut away from a steel post that it was attached to with bolt cutters and maybe another instrument like a metal saw. But the last thing that was seen on March 22nd was a white panel van that drove off from the scene, according to police. This is from the Associated Press.
1: So this was orchestrated. This wasn't like a... Oh, hey, look, there's something cool on the side of the road. I want that. This was like a, I need tools to make this happen. It was. I have a getaway driver.
0: This means that this piece of art was worth a few shillings. It was (laughs) worth a little bit of money. There's
1: a trend here.
0: No kidding, we're seeing... Things stolen all over the place and things being worth a lot of money
1: that's just such a random thing i can't imagine taking that from someone you know that's like a they probably made it themselves they probably made it themselves they're probably really proud to like have that in their yard and you just came and ripped all their happiness away from them you're a jerk
0: well they have not recovered (laughs) it yet but Who's to say that there's not a chance?
1: I hope it gets recovered.
0: We are rooting for you. Yes. Family in St. Joseph, Michigan, who had their Sasquatch statue made out of metal, <laughs> stolen away from them brutally.
1: Sentences you never thought you'd hear on your Monday morning. Would
0: you display that in your yard?
1: Um, You know what? Yeah, I'm kind of weird. Like, you know what?
0: Why not? Any, we anything,
1: anything that's going to... I was judge telling us. my roommate We about dare this. you to judge us. I, I like doing things that I think are gonna make other people smile, like, in public. So he was always like, oh, how do you not worry about making a fool of yourself in public? I'm like, I just don't care. Like, if someone else is gonna get joy out of it, sure. So I'd put that in my yard.
0: And you know what? They can, let let, let them judge us all they really? want.
1: We're having fun. Mm. Catch me outside, how about that?
0: That's what you would say to people judging your Sasquatch statue in front of your home.
1: And people stealing it.
0: <laughs> oh, more so with that. We're going overseas for our last headline, Berlin, Germany, where a 60 year old man, both of you and I saw this story last week, a 60 year old man allegedly had himself vaccinated against COVID-19 up to 90 times in order to receive vaccination cards, which he then sold to people who did not get vaccinated. So basically the moral of the story, this man was found in an Eastern German city He was vaccinated all these times, so he could basically just accumulate vaccination cards and sell them to people who didn't want to get vaccinated. He was finally caught after up to 90 shots at a vaccination center, when he showed up for a COVID-19 shot at the same vaccination center on a second day in a row.
1: He was getting confident.
0: He was getting very confident. The police on the scene confiscated dozens of blank vaccination cards on him and then initiated criminal proceedings this is from the associated press
1: not only is this just nuts to me because my second vaccine hit me hard enough like i wouldn't want more than the three that i that i have like if i didn't need more right but what the, you're also being very selfish because there are other people who might actually need those. Exactly. And be waiting for those that aren't getting them. Like, there are probably people all over the world. There are people all over the world who still can't get vaccinated and that, and that want to. And you're just out here like, you know what? Keep giving me those.
0: Well, this man, his uh, his operation has been foiled and he will face the music for this. Criminal proceedings are taking place. Mm. So. This is not going to be an action that will not go punished. But those have been our headlines for this Monday morning, April 11th, 2022. Can you believe it's already April? No. Isn't that that bizarre?
1: Uh, Time is flying by too quick and I have too much to do.
0: When I was getting ready for bed yesterday and closing my blinds and taking the pillows off my bed to get in there and, you know, to quote Homer Simpson, be a warm cinnamon bun, (laughs) I over I saw a Christmas card on my bulletin board and I said wow it feels like I just put that Christmas card up on my bulletin board yesterday but that was december and now oh, it's my april it, should i get a buzzer for having christmas no, things if it's up a card still and it, it was for my grandmother yeah no i'm not going to give myself a buzzer no let's get into traffic and weather quickly before we break here on on 89 on WDBM. Not a ton of slowdowns to report if you're still finishing up your morning commute in the mid-Michigan area. 496 in both directions looking smooth along with 127. Bit of a slowdown. I-69 northbound headed toward Flint. No accident there. Just a bit of a slowdown. Morning traffic making its way through the area, and then 496, the interchange between 496 and I-96. Bit of a slowdown there due to an accident, but other than that, not a ton to worry about on this Monday morning as you begin a new week in Lansing, high of 65 degrees today. Tonight, it will get down to 37 degrees, but partly cloudy this morning. That will increase during the day up to 65 degrees Winds 10 to 20 miles an hour, 40% chance of rain, but it should be a beautiful day right here in mid Michigan. Traffic and weather on AMs on 89 are brought to you by Impact89FM.org, your one stop destination for the latest music, news, and sports headlines for Michigan State and mid Michigan. You're listening to AMs on 89 on wdvm And on the other side, another riveting edition of Battle of the Blank. It's a Monday morning. On AM's on 89 on WDBM.
1: There's a stranger in bed There's a pounding in my head Glitter all over the room Pink flamingos in the pool Welcome back to AM's on 89 on WDBM East Lansing, Taylor Holterman, and Luke Sloan here, as always, to take you through your Monday morning commute. And if you want to get involved in On The Conversation, feel free to text us at 517-884-8989. That's 517-884-8989. Or you can tweet the show at Amazon 89 underscore WDVM. Oh,
0: we just got to let this one play.
1: Is it, is it
0: middle school or, or what's going on here? Yeah,
1: this is a deep cut.
0: Is this 2010? (laughs) A deep
1: cut from the archives for a sunny day.
0: I heard this on the radio the other day. We're on the radio now. And I said, have to do it on on Monday morning.
1: It's like maximum serotonin today. Oh, yes. Sun and old Katy Perry songs.
0: The sun is shining in the studio, so you're not far
1: off. All right. Today, as Luke teased before the break, we're getting into another edition of Battle of the Blank. And we're talking top 10 Pixar films, baby which, there are
0: some golden names on this list. Listen, my goodness. I
1: gotta say, we all know it. I'm not a huge fan of cartoons. Don't like them. Often Which find them is just a terrible take. But Pixar movies hit different.
0: You have some, some interesting takes about film yeah. and literature. I'm picky. And entertainment. I
1: know. Uh, and I am
0: <laughs> hoping to expose them
1: I hold my now. entertainment to a high standard, okay? I It's gotta be good, or why does it exist?
0: No, that's very true. (laughs) I understand that.
1: So, we're going to rank these based off of the Rotten Tomato rankings. For those of you who don't know, Rotten Tomatoes is a popular film review website. We're going off the critic ratings, not the audience ratings. Um, The higher the percentage, the better the movie, according to the critics, in theory. But we all know the critics aren't always right about everything. But let me tell you, these Pixar movies have some high critic ratings. Oh, I can... Yes, all of them. Mm Mm-hmm. So, this is just the top ten. Um... Let me say right off the bat, Monsters Inc. was absolutely robbed at eleven and Wally was absolutely robbed. Absolutely robbed at 14. Who put Wally at 14? That's all I'm saying.
0: Uh I cannot I can't believe that Monsters Inc. did not crack the top ten. Sacrilege. I like Wally. It it's a pretty good movie. I don't know if it would be in actually it would probably be in my top ten. Heck yeah. But this is a, a powerful list. But Monsters Inc needed to be part of it.
1: WALL-E and, and Monsters Inc would both be in my top 3. Not even B- like. Wow. Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. That's some high praise. Yeah. So apparently I have bad taste. But anyway.
0: No. Well, <laughs> hey, who needs Rotten Tomatoes anyways? Exactly. I, I, we say this as we're ranking them right now. The, so
1: The Critics Here's here's the top 10 rankings that The Critics have for Pixar movies. At 1, Toy Story 2. 100%. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. At 2, Toy Story Also 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Number three, Finding Nemo at 99%. Number four, Inside Out at 98%. Number five, Toy Story 3 at 98%. Number six, Up at 98%. Number seven, Toy Story 4 at 97%. Number eight, Coco at 97%. Number 9, The Incredibles at 97%. And number 10, Ratatouille at 96%. I said these rankings were high, and I meant it. That Those are some huge percentages for Rotten Tomatoes. Like, Listen to
0: what I found online. Man, I didn't realize the intro to this song was so long. Wait for it. Yes. Oh.
1: Ratatouille is yeah. a great movie. This makes me happy. I think that
0: Ratatouille at number 10 is vastly underrated, too, I agree. just to be honest. I... But this list is going to be incredibly hard to rank.
1: All right. Well, I've got some ideas. I got some thoughts here. One, why is Toy Story 4 so high? Seven, too high. I, I agree. Not there that are good. better Toy Stories. There are better Toy Stories. So I think we put Toy Story 4 at 10.
0: I, I agree. All I right. love Toy Story, and I have more takes on that in a moment. But... Toy Story 4 Not that is good. the lesser of the toys. No, it was good, but it wasn't as good as some of these other movies.
1: It was fine.
0: <laughs> it was good. <laughs> um,
1: it all was right. good. what would you put at 9?
0: At 9, I would put, oh, my gosh, it's so hard to narrow it down. See, I'd probably put Coco at 9 Yeah, because it wasn't my generation. We agree. It wasn't our generation.
1: Yeah. It, all
0: right. Coco, I think, is fantastic. I've not. I have not seen it.
1: Just doesn't have that nostalgia factor. No, I us. mean it, it
0: might have the nostalgia factor for today's people. school age, kids.
1: People our age in ten years.
0: Yes, yeah. their Katy. Our Katy Perry is their Dua Lipa.
1: <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> that eighth. was a good analogy. What?
0: <laughs> well, you, I, you know I'm a Dua Lipa true. stan. So missed the concert. Shame on me.
1: This might be a hot take. I'm not really sure. But I would put Inside Out at eight.
0: See, it's a very good movie. Have you seen it?
1: Yeah. Parts the message of it. is
0: it. The message is really good. It's very sad. It's a very sad movie.
1: Yeah, I just feel like with this competition, it's. I think it's again like that nostalgia factor for me. This was not a childhood movie for me.
0: No, it it wasn't for me as well. Mm-hmm. I saw this movie with my a couple of my younger cousins when I was maybe even early in high school. So I I will agree with you. But I do want to say that the, the message of this movie is really very wholesome. And it... Basically, if you haven't seen the movie, the message is that you can't just be happy all the time and that life is about a mix, a healthy mix of emotions and it takes you through the main character's journey of growing up and facing some hardships and all of that happy turning into a mix of different emotions. But it eventually kind of came to the point where your formative experiences are created because of a mix of different emotions and if you don't have a diverse set of feelings and emotions, you're missing out on certain experiences that will teach you things. I think the message is really good, yeah. especially for 2022 as we sit here today. I, like, I'll be showing my kids this movie.
1: Very important story. Very. Did that description make you want to watch it anymore? No. Um... Well, you know what? You stink <laughs> for that. <laughs> uh, but that was eloquent and beautiful, Luke. Thank
0: sorry. you. I, tr- I can sometimes... Dabble.
1: Alright, you're gonna hate me.
0: Probably I already do.
1: Oh, let me let me just say I hate Finding Nemo. I think it's a terrible and annoying movie. Wow. I there's not a single part of wow. Finding Nemo that I enjoy.
0: Swimming. No, swimming, swimming. The, the swimming. turtles.
1: I like the turtles. That's about it. You don't like what I about all have, the
0: iconic lines? I would
1: have put Finding Nemo what literally, about Dory. Yeah, I do mm, don't get me started swimming, on that annoying swimming, fish. Swimming, and the most annoying fish, fish. fish on the planet. You're so mean. I hate that fish. <laughs>
0: this is early our childhood but, years. But, but, early, but, but
1: I so personally I wouldn't have put Finding Nemo even in the top ten. Oh but I can respect goodness. that it's a very loved movie and that like I understand that it should be in the top ten. I just don't like it. So
0: all right, we'll barter. But I think that you're you're you kind of have a cold heart right now, to be honest.
1: Wow, are you gonna let me put that at seven?
0: Yes, because I'm ch- I'm saving my bargaining mm. chips. I was gonna have Finding Nemo at probably about five.
1: Okay, so so not that really far off. it's not
0: that far off for me. But I like I said I am saving my bargaining chips for future arguments. Right, how
1: do you feel about what we have left? Because I'm very passionate about a couple of these.
0: So we're at six, and at six I would probably put up. I'd put you, up have, at six. you
1: think you think up is worse than Toy Story three? Toy Story 3 is pretty good. Toy Story 3 was okay.
0: Toy Story 3 is pretty good. I'll never good.
1: forget this one time I saw a graffiti that said Toy Story 3 was okay and I was like, yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> did you make that graffiti? No, I
1: didn't. I just I was walking down the street and I was like, you know what? They had something to say. Did you and make I that graffiti? I did not. <laughs> I'm quoting it. I didn't make so it. So what
0: would you have it at, at? 6.
1: Probably Toy Story 3.
0: Not up. Up put, is ranked I, as six on this list, I, and I am mm, proposing fair. a parallel move. My,
1: my roommate would argue that without the beginning scene, Up is nothing. Um, Hello,
0: my name is Russell.
1: And I guess that's kind of true.
0: Yes. I like the dog in Up.
1: But I also feel like we can't have all the Toy Stories in the top five, bro. W-
0: who says can, we can't? they taking
1: up a lot of space.
0: Who says we can't have all And the-
1: I think I would rather watch Up than Toy Story 3. Be honest with yourself. Well, what one would you rather watch? Toy
0: Story 3. Really? Toy Story was a I- incredible, memory-inducing, very important part of my formative childhood years. Oh,
1: boy. And <laughs>
0: the exclusion of Toy Story 3 in the top five would be very burdensome. So we're going
1: to put up at six and Toy Story 3 at five and leave them where the Absolutely. critics rank Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That's fine.
0: See? This is why I just let you have Finding Nemo at 7. <laughs> it, I feel like I'm on You're Capitol Hill here. I'm up. lobbying. I, right. I'm being political. For? four.
1: Toy Story. Oh, my gosh.
0: That's just a terrible answer. Oh,
1: actually, for The Incredibles. Incredibles is yes. not better than Toy Story. I agree. Okay.
0: The Incredibles, where is my super suit? Wait, wait,
1: why do we put The Incredibles? Why is The Incredibles so high?
0: Because it's a good movie.
1: You think Incredibles is better than Up? Yes. You think the Incredibles is better than Toy Story 3?
0: No. <laughs> can we switch? Can, can Toy Story 3 be at 4? I think the
1: Incredibles should be at 6, and Up and Toy Story 3 should both move up. One.
0: I would probably say Up at 6, the Incredibles at 5, Toy Story 3 at 4. That's
1: what I would propose.
0: And I can tell you don't like that because you're not answering me.
1: No, I think I kind of agree, which I don't like. But we're going to do it. I am
0: having my way this morning. You know what? I was walking down the hall just a moment ago. I, I have a coffee now. Tay and I went upstairs and bought it at Sparty's. And I was walking down the hall before we got on the air for this segment, and I said, damn, I feel really good today. And I now know why I feel good <laughs> Honestly, today because I am winning this.
1: I don't like Toy Story Three very much, but I also don't think the Incredibles is more deserving of being higher. So I think you know what you higher, you're
0: a fraud, but... you're a damn fraud. You said, oh, so many hard hitting movies that I like so much." And now you're like, Oh man, this is okay. Yeah, the hard or, hitting know, movies uh, that I like
1: so much. Are, you know, this wasn't our childhood. The hard uh, hitting movies that I like so much got robbed at eleven, at fourteen, and ten, bro. <laughs> we
0: we could have broken the rules and ranked them. Oh well, but too late it's now. too late now. All
1: right, Toy Story at three. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and right. Ratatouille at two.
1: No. <laughs> Ratatouille is is a masterpiece. Toy
0: Story two. Ratatouille
1: is our generation's Mona Lisa, our our Starry wow. Night, man. I think Ratatouille deserves to be at one.
0: Toy Story two needs to be at one. It's one Why? of the greatest movies ever made. Cap? No. <laughs> Ratat- I've never heard you say cap before until today. <laughs> You know what? We, I say it a lot, though, so Ra- it's okay. Ratatouille.
1: They, they made... They, people love Ratatouille so much that they made it into, like, a freaking TikTok musical, man. The people love Ratatouille. You played the Ratatouille theme song coming in here. What'd you play? Ratatouille. Not Toy Story 2. I'm you're, playing it again playing, right now. Yeah. What are you more likely to listen to as a soundtrack, Ratatouille? What are you more likely to quote on the daily life, Ratatouille? Everybody knows who Remy the Rat is.
0: Everyone knows who... All of the characters from Toy Story are. I just simply disagree.
1: And mm,
0: we might have to we might have to go to Twitter with this. I think
1: we're gonna have to rank them both at one and just ask the audience, because I don't think either of us are gonna budge here.
0: I think we have no choice but to go to Twitter.
1: Ratatouille is one of my favorite movies of all time ever.
0: Toy Story 2 is one of my favorite movies yeah. of all time ever. So, like, so is Ratatouille, ni- but not as much as Toy Story neither 2. Neither of us
1: are ever going to give out to this because this is we're talking like our favorite movies ever.
0: Yes. This is why we need to have a vote.
1: Yeah. We're going to have to have some audience. Much like cheesecake
0: here. and brownies. It's
1: we're, <laughs> we're back to the cheesecake and brownie debate, but this time with Toy Story and Ratatouille. I feel like
0: I'm in a fancy restaurant. This is lovely. Yeah,
1: I, I like this movie so much that I listen to the soundtrack when I do my homework.
0: This is the piano version of the theme song.
1: I, I like this movie so much that I just admitted that I listened to this soundtrack willingly on air.
0: <laughs> hey, I would listen to this right here in my spare time. Good, right? Especially on a beautiful day like today. You open up the window. You might have a, a nice tea or a lemonade or an adult beverage. It, kick your feet up. Put this on.
1: Okay, well, at least we can both agree this that Monsters, great. Inc. and Wally were robbed. Um, yes,
0: but there are bigger fish to fry. Yes. We have a tie at number one between Ratatouille and Toy Story yes. 2.
1: So here are And our we
0: need your help to break this tie in my favor. 507-884-8989. <laughs> I cannot call you to action, but I can say that please consider, maybe, if you're interested... Voting for Toy Story 2 to be the number one movie on our list, or
1: voting for voting for Ratatouille to be the number one movie on the list because I you can know also vote
0: for me on Twitter. All have,
1: I know y'all have good taste. At right?
0: Amazon eighty nine underscore <laughs> wdbm promo code Toy Story 2.
1: <laughs> you know all what? Right. And
0: you have very good taste, Tay, because Let's... Ratatouille is an incredible work of film, and Thank I you. admire this movie very much. But not as much as the true number one on our list. So before I
1: jump out of my seat and tackle Luke in the other room, here are our (laughs) rankings. At 10, we have Toy Story 4. At 9, we have Coco. At 8, we have Inside Out. At 7, we have Finding Nemo. That was a win. At 6, we have Up. At 5, we have The Incredibles. At 4, we have Toy Story 3. At 3, we have Toy Story. And tied for one right now. Decided by the audience, we have Ratatouille and Toy Story 2. Catch me outside. How Listen, I am just not happy
0: with your decision.
1: Absolutely disrespected at ten. And Toy
0: Story 2 is being disrespected by you right we now. We gotta flip the script. Which one has 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't not care what the say. <laughs> not criticizing toys or Ratatouille at all. It's a fine movie, but we have bigger fish to fry.
1: All right, so. If you want to get involved in this argument, if you want to settle this debate between Luke and I, you can at 517-884-8989. Let us know which movie you think is better. Or if you think our rankings were completely bogus, let us know which movie you think deserves to be number one. Or you could tweet the show at Amazon89 underscore WDBM. During the break, we will be putting up a poll between Ratatouille and Toy Story 2 to solve this dilemma. Because we cannot have another cheesecake and brownie situation happening over here. Luke and I can't handle this many arguments.
0: <laughs> only, only, we can only have so many more arguments and, before we just fight forever. And
1: Luke can't handle losing this many times, you know. So
0: actually, I'm going to win. Maybe this
1: will boost your confidence.
0: I'm feeling very confident <laughs> today, and my confidence is going to be fulfilled in this vote.
1: All right, well, let's tra- check. Tech- <laughs> oh goodness, let's check the traffic and weather before we get into the break here and get into this debate. Uh, 50 degrees and sunny outside right now, with a low chance of precipitation until later in the day. Precipitation's going to go up around 6 to 7 p.m. tonight. There is the potential for showers before it gets cloudy and cools down going into the evening. As far as your traffic, the road's looking pretty clear in the Lansing and East Lansing area this morning. As per usual, there is a slowdown on the 127 exit ramp towards Michigan State and the 127 exit ramp off of Saginaw and the 127 exit ramp onto Lake Lansing Road. So if you're in any of those areas on your morning commute, be cognizant. There might be a little bit of a traffic slowdown over there. Traffic and weather are brought to you by the Undercurrent Impact's flagship news storytelling program on air every Sunday morning at 1030 a.m. You've been listening to on 89 on WDBM East Lansing, and we'll be right back after this.
0: listener feedback coming in at 517-889 well, I don't even know the number 517-884-8989 The early results are not in my favor here for the Ratatou- Ratatouille versus Toy Story vote. We have a vote. We have a we have a text message here. Unnamed texter says Ratatouille. Tony, who is my favorite texter, says Toy Story 2 over Ratatouille. He also loves our music choices for today. We appreciate you as always, Tony. Thank you for texting in. And thank you for voting with me for Toy Story 2, which I think is just a fantastic use of his vote. And then we have another unnamed text. It says, Ratatouille is number one. And sorry, Luke. So the early results via the text messages don't look great for me. Let's check out our twitter poll as well this is at amzon89 underscore wdbm on twitter ratatouille currently has six votes and toy story 2 has got two votes so
1: and there's a did you catch that comment
0: our very a, own Brett. yes I, i'm not gonna read that if
1: you guys do ratatouille dirty i will riot thank you Brett. You're right. I too will join the riot.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's not doing ratatouille dirty to say
1: It's doing ratatouille dirty. But the second best? That's a very good rank. No, it's not. How would you like it if I said you were the second best host on this morning show? How would that feel well, bad?
0: I no, I would say bad? that considering your <laughs> talent and depth of experience, I would say that is a very accurate thing to do if we were to compare are tangible qualities. I am very fair That's very nice person. of you,
1: but I'm trying to make a point here. I'm
0: very objective. <laughs> I like to stay objective in, the, in situations like this. But if you're interested in getting in on the debate, 517-884-8989 is the telephone number. You can text us using that number or you can tweet the show on Twitter with the at Amazon 89 underscore WDBM. And if you're, if you're interested in following the station on Twitter, that is at WDBM. So far, the early returns don't look great for Toy Story 2 after our very heated battle of the blank about top 10 Pixar films. So not good there. But I came across an article this past week, something that I really, it hit home with me, I felt a connection to it. This was on BuzzFeed, and it was a, a, a large list of things that people from the Midwest do or say for really absolutely no reason at all, other than it's just ingrained in what we do. So I have this list via BuzzFeed. Also, is it via or via? via. I've always said via. Yeah. Okay, good, because via, it, it's via. It's not via. I agree. That's, I'm glad we agree on that. Other things we don't. But I have this long list of things that people from the Midwest do. And we're going to simply go down the list and, and, and figure out if we do these things as well. And I have a feeling that we do, considering that you're from the UP and I am also from Michigan. So I think a lot of these things are, are going to really strike a chord with you and I. So let's get things started. Picture yourself at the grocery store. Once oh. again, this is things Northwesterners, Midwesterners do.
1: Great. I'm getting anxious as we speak, picturing myself in the grocery store. Got You're that. buying
0: a gallon of milk. But oh, you, well, this is very unlike me. It, <laughs> maybe it's almond milk. Okay. <laughs> and it, milk. But you say milk. Milk. Not milk. 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 I say milk. A lot of Northwesterners say milk.
1: Milk. That's like how I normally M-E-L-K. say it. Does that does that sound like what you're trying to say? Go ahead and say it. Milk.
0: Yeah, milk. Yeah, that's you how say I milk.
1: normally say it.
0: <laughs> I usually say just my milk. Accent. I don't know why. Maybe I'm missing out here. But a lot of Midwest people apparently call, and I know this, milk, milk.
1: My roommate makes fun of me for that all the time, but it just sounds normal to me. Like both things you're saying sound fine.
0: Milk and milk. Yeah. I I probably do slip into a a milk a little bit of the time. Yeah. But. This is dot not my top one.
1: In in Dutch, it's milk.
0: Here's one though that could be one of my top things that I do that makes me a Midwesterner. When you bump into someone, or maybe you're in a situation that you shouldn't be in, you always say "ope."
1: Uh huh. Ope.
0: I I I am an oper. I say ope a lot.
1: Me too. I I say it even not like I just say ope all the time. I'll be playing a video game, and I'll mess up, and I'll say Ope. I'll be walking, and I'll drop something, and I'll say Ope. I will—nothing will happen, and I'll say Ope. I text Ope. I have no shame.
0: I also text Ope. Yeah. I say Ope.
1: It's my reaction to everything.
0: Probably more than I should. But you know what? We are from the Midwest. Here's another one. This is actually a tweet. It says, why does everyone from the Midwest know each other? They can literally say one (laughs) name— and instantly they're bonded or they know each other. And I think this is really true. Because how many times are you in conversation and someone says, oh, you know, uh, Roger from from down the street. And Oh, Roger. I know Roger. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know him. I, have, I saw I him a around.
1: There's a we lot of, all
0: say we all know each other.
1: There's a lot of small towns in the Midwest. That's one thing. True. But I've you know, here.
0: you know what we're talking about. It's the... Hey, but, I know, I know, Dean.
1: I, I think because we instead of saying like I know of them, like we might not know them very personally, but instead of saying I know of them, we just say Oh, I know them. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it's not
0: of I know of them. It's always Oh, I know Smith Dean. I,
1: I used to make a joke about going to Antarctica. My mom would know someone like in Antarctica. If she's we from went the Midwest because she's she's from the Midwest, so she knows everybody. And we once went ice fishing at a lake like two hours away from our house. And down our our ice auger to cut the hole in the ice broke. So my mom's like, Oh, there's people like a quarter of a mile that way on the lake. Let's just drive over there really quick, see if they have one we can borrow. We drive over there. My mom knew them. Of course. They had a whole conversation. She's like, Oh my gosh, how are you? And I was like, That's because no way. she
0: is from the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. The Midwest, we're connected with everybody, not just in the Midwest, but all over the continental United States. Here's another one. It's another tweet. It says, "Why do people in the Midwest find it necessary to argue where it is colder? We are all suffering, and I can definitely say we do argue about what cities, states, and towns are colder."
1: I think it. I think
0: we definitely do.
1: It's a point of pride to be like, "Yeah, look what I survived this week." (laughs) Yeah, and
0: and this tweet is basically saying, "Hey, we're all suffering here. Shut up! You know, it's cold here. It's cold there. It's all." We're all suffering. It's
1: like when college students are like, I only slept one hour and two seconds last night. You're like, oh, wow. That means you worked hard. That's longer than your one hour and ten minutes. You told me. You're suffering.
0: (laughs) You said that about last night for you, though. Yeah. So what does this mean for you?
1: This means that. uh,
0: Are you a typical college student?
1: I'm I'm falling into the stereotype, I guess.
0: Oh, no. It's a bad day for me. (laughs) Here's another one from Twitter. It says, why does everyone in the Midwest, myself included, say Bye bye, not just goodbye or bye. Bye-bye.
1: Oh, That's I never a thought very about that. Midwest
0: thing. I hate bye-bye. that.
1: Every time I say that, I cringe.
0: I say that a lot.
1: I don't it doesn't bother me bye-bye. when other people say it, but when I say it, I feel stupid.
0: <laughs> so here's another one, and there's a, a lot of memes about this out there, but it's another tweet. It says, why does every town in the Midwest use, quote, the Walmart or, quote, the Meijer as a landmark? Like, you would say, oh, yeah, I live by the Walmart. And then everyone would know exactly what you're talking about. Like, okay. oh, I'm going to go up to the Meijer or, oh, I'm near the Meijer or the Walmart. It's like Mecca. It's like a na- – a a no. a national or city landmark. Okay. First the first thing first, Myers.
1: It's Myers with an S. It is Myers. You're saying it entirely wrong for Midwesterners. Whoever tweeted this fake Midwesterner. His
0: name is Elliot Holman.
1: It's Myers with an S, my friend.
0: Myers. It's not <laughs> the. It's the Myers. I don't know where properly. I'm from.
1: There was literally only one Myers within a probably four hour drive. So, like, it really was a monument. Like, if you were going to Myers, everyone knew where you were because there was only one.
0: <laughs> so, here's another one. And my family does not do this, but it says, Why does everyone in the Midwest have a second fridge in their garage when the whole garage is literally a fridge for half of the year? This is from Twitter. Everybody in the Midwest has a freezer or second fridge in their garage. We, Everyone.
1: We had one in the basement. not That in the garage, also counts. But, yeah, that's funny. And then we had, there was a mini fridge in our garage.
0: Here's a, okay, that counts. You have <laughs> You're double. Yeah. Here's another one. Tell me why almost every Midwest household has a beach-themed bathroom.
1: Oh, can you relate to that? I can't.
0: Yes, we did redecorate, though. That's funny. (laughs) We redecorated, but I I can definitely understand that.
1: Actually, I think they're... Oh, no, our shower curtain is flowers. I was going to say our our shower curtain might be, but it's not.
0: Okay, so here's another one. It says, I don't understand why Midwest people pronounce caramel as caramel. I've always known it as caramel. I've always known it as caramel, too. It's my mom's favorite candy. Just like normal caramel. 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 Caramel, Caramel. Here's another one. There's a lot, and I relate to all of these. (laughs) Why does everyone from the Midwest say, just saying? That's so weird to say, just saying, says this person on Twitter. (laughs) Like, for example, I'd be like, hey, you might as well go for it. You know, just saying.
1: saying. Yeah, and then you abbreviate it. If you're texting, you just put JS at the end of every sentence. So you fall victim to that. Yeah, because I got to relieve myself of the, like risk like if something were to go wrong i could just be like well i was just saying like you didn't have to listen to me i was just putting it out there
0: so this one is from the twitter account midwest versus everybody which is a great account the the profile picture is literally just a big like map of the midwest and it says ope over it great (laughs) twitter account but it says midwesterners be like no yeah equals yes. Yes. And yeah, no equals no. And yeah, no for sure equals definitely. And I can if there's one of these tweets that I can relate to the most, it is definitely this one.
1: And then there's I like, am always
0: like, no, yeah. Or yeah, no. And then or, there's oh yeah, no, no, for sure. For sure.
1: And then there's yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> or like, no, yeah, no. When so, you're kind of uncertain. You're like, no, Yeah, no.
0: (laughs) Here's one I can't relate to. Why does everyone in the Midwest love ranch so much? I don't eat ranch. I hate ranch. Wow, look at us. Maybe I'm not a true Midwesterner. Did we just agree on food? Maybe I'm not a... Yeah, we did. (laughs) I don't eat ranch. Maybe that means I'm not from the Midwest. Here's another one. Why does everyone walk so slow in the Midwest? You know why I walk so slow? Because I'm on time most of the time. And I think this was... From Goodfellas, which I don't know why I'm picking things up from the movie Goodfellas. But there's a certain confidence about walking slow. Like, you're on time. You're going to be somewhere on time. Nobody's going to be waiting for you. But you're walking slow because you're not in a rush because, you know, you got this.
1: I don't know if anyone out there has heard of this thing called hibernation. but uh, Hibernation? It gets cold up here, and you have to save your energy. That's my argument.
0: Here's one that I also relate to. Why does everyone in the Midwest Snapchat a storm to each other as if everyone else in the Midwest isn't also (laughs) out on their porch looking at the storm? (laughs) It's a very Midwest thing to be like, oh, boy, there's a storm coming tonight. (laughs) We might be getting some thunderstorms tonight. Oh, man, it's really dark outside. We might be getting a
1: storm. My dad and I would literally sit outside and open the garage door and watch hailstorms and stuff. Or, like, if there was a tornado warning— we would go sit outside underneath our awning, just like the little awning that's like a, staked into the ground like a friggin tent. We
0: would do that on our porch. <laughs> yeah. Like my dad would always go out and watch the storm, and I would eventually follow him.
1: Yeah, because you love like lightning and stuff. That That's cool.
0: Very, It's very entertaining. It's
1: fun to watch.
0: We have one final one on Twitter. It says, why does everyone in the Midwest say fix instead of cook? And I say that. For sure, I don't. Do I'm gonna that. go fix dinner. Oh, I don't do that. I'm gonna go that. fix some breakfast. Nope. I'm gonna go fix some eggs.
1: That sounds southern to me.
0: I think it's a Midwest thing. But maybe Gro- it's growing because up in I'm my Midwest family.
1: Absolute north of the Midwest, so maybe that's south even for me.
0: The UP is still the Midwest.
1: Yeah, but I'm from like the north north of the Midwest. Like I get mistaken for Canadian, so maybe it's like a southern Midwest thing.
0: You get mistaken to be Canadian
1: all the time when I talk. People either say I sound Southern or I sound Canadian. Say bag. Bag. See, that was a little bit better, but you usually say bag. Bag.
0: Bag. bag. Bagel. So we need your help out there. If you really relate to any of these Midwest things, maybe more than even Tay and I, feel free to text us, 517-884-8989, or you can tweet us using at Amazon89 underscore WDBM on Twitter. Hey, if you're listening to this radio station right now, you're obviously in the Midwest. A number of you are from the Midwest. And if there's any city that embodies the Midwest, it is Lansing, Michigan. Before, so,
1: before we close this, we already have some audience feedback that I would like to shout out quickly fantastic. from Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Luke is late to eboard almost every week. He is a liar about being on time. Pick up the pace, Luke.
0: <laughs> I am not late. I'm there right at 4 o'clock. I, who, I came in directly at four o'clock. It's not late if everyone shows up early, and then you're the one who shows up right on time. No, nope, that's, that's not that's, being late. That's
1: late Midwestern time. That's no, It's another Midwestern thing. You gotta be early. No.
0: Yes, but. <laughs> no. I'm coming, yes. <laughs> I'm coming from class.
1: Oh. Uh, so. You an excuse. So.
0: So. Okay. But I'm on time. I'm never late. I'm always like boom. I'm on the buzzer four o'clock. On the nose. Okay. So I'm not, don't worry, I'm not committing any crimes here.
1: Allow the argument. I'm not going
0: to get fired yet. The argument stands. Four more weeks to try not to get fired. So (laughs) we'll see how that goes. So feel free to chime in if if you feel like you're a true Midwesterner, because you and I definitely are true Midwesterners. A look at your weather quickly. Currently 54 degrees in Lansing, going to be 65 degrees today. Maybe a rain shower here and there, but it should be a pretty clear day, and this should give way to a chilly evening down to 37 degrees tonight. A look at traffic, really nothing to report except for a slowdown at the 496-I96 interchange. Still an accident working to be cleared there, but not too much to be concerned about as you finish your morning commute. Traffic and weather, are brought to you by WDBM's Impact Zone podcast, your place for Spartan basketball, which is available on impact89fm.org, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Amazon 89 on WDBM. And on the other side of the break, we will finish the show with Twitter trending and some final thoughts on another Monday.
1: Spotlight on the slide, whatever comes, comes too clear. Do you slide on all your nice like this? Do you try on all your nice like this? Put some
0: spotlight on the side. The impact is online impact89fm.org. 88.9 The Impact.
1: Welcome back to the final four minutes of AMs on 89. We're here to wrap up the show, but first some audience feedback coming in on the texting line. 517-884-8989. We got a a damn straight, it's Myers. I completely agree with that. Tony, for backing me up on that. Thank you, Tony. Uh, We also got very true Midwest statements, Luke. So people are agreeing with the Midwest statements.
0: Thank BuzzFeed and then us (laughs) for following them. And you for following them as well.
1: And uh, one of the most recent texts on the line, I took a language quiz to identify where you're from. One question was, what do you call it when it's raining, but the sun's out? Our answer, as in the Midwest answer, we don't have a term for this. Other parts of the country apparently say sun shower.
0: Sun shower? Yeah,
1: but we don't have a term for that.
0: Sun shower? So fun little Midwest
1: language thing for you.
0: I will never call it a sun Neither shower.
1: Neither will I. That just sounds weird. Wow.
0: <laughs> but I did not need to know that today. But you know what? Thank, thank you, Texture, for enlightening me. Because I did not know that, but I want to quickly flush that out of my brain. Glad
1: we don't use it, but thank you for letting us know. That is interesting. Uh, Twitter trending really quickly. It's National Pet Day. Happy National Pet Day. Wish I had a pet. If you get a chance, the Twitter thread for National Pet Day is, is very amusing. Uh, maximum serotonin for the day. Uh, in other trending, apple juice.
0: People Why? are debating
1: whether or not apple juice is good.
0: Yes, it's good.
1: You think apple juice is good?
0: It's sweet and yummy. I think yummy.
1: apple juice is the worst of all the juices. Not that it's bad, it's just not like up there.
0: Uh, it's not as good as orange juice or no. cran grape juice. Not that crayon grape <laughs> is a berry, it's two berries. <laughs> yeah. But I, I enjoy some apple juice. Okay. So I disagree. With oh. people who think it's not good, you
1: have to be a part of the the thread then, because is a heated debate riling up. People are also debating which brand is the best. I've seen a lot of you know that, that apple juice brand that's like the glass jar with the white top.
0: Everfresh.
1: I don't know the big glass jar that's oh. very popular um, on Twitter right now.
0: Okay, I probably have consumed it before, but I cannot confirm nor deny.
1: Yeah. So, and the last thing trending on Twitter is Kmart. Apparently there are only 3 stores left now that the New Jersey ones are officially closing, so Kmart is about to just completely not exist anymore.
0: That makes me really sad. That
1: feels like a fever dream. Kmart feels like a fever dream.
0: Kmart is a very midwest thing yeah. too. When I grew up, there were Kmart's all over the place. Yeah. I there was 3 within earshot of where I lived. The Kmart perhaps. When our
1: when our local one closed, I got some sweet deals on some Clothing, I remember Where
0: are these three Kmart stores? I have no idea. we got to find them.
1: We'll find them. We'll do a remote show from the Kmart. (laughs) We'll do
0: a remote show from the Kmart in, like, Arizona or something.
1: Quick update on your traffic before we close out the show. Today, again, traffic looking rather clear, other than the slowdowns we mentioned off some of the exit ramps on 127 earlier. But uh, if you're not taking any of those, your traffic's looking pretty good for the rest of your morning commute. Weather... It is a cool 50 degrees outside, but mostly sunny. No chance of precipitation until later on today around 1 to 2 p.m. is when that has the potential to start with some evening showers. showers. Traffic and weather are brought to you by the Progressive Torch and Twang, live on WDBM, Tuesdays from 8 to midnight. Luke, real quick, what would you think of the show today?
0: I think it's the best show that we've ever done in the history of Amazon 89 on WDBM, (laughs) and I think I would give it a... 4.0 4.0. If I had to give it a grade,
1: I back that statement. It's so a beautiful So I think
0: we did a fantastic job.
1: Beautiful day, beautiful show. There was a lot nice going weather, on today. A lot going on. If I you want to we get involved, it.
0: we were there for it. Let us
1: know uh, next week. We will settle the Ratatouille Toy Story 2 debate. So it if you will be settled. Have an opinion you want to share? You can join the Twitter poll at AMs on 89 underscore WDVM. or you can text us in, and we'll tally those votes and let you know how that goes next week. Up next from 10 to 11 is New Music Monday. And uh, you can check us out in podcast form now if you're interested in listening to us other than Mondays at 8 to 10. We are also available on Impact's website or anywhere you stream podcasts. You've been listening to AM's on 89 on WDBM East Lansing and we'll see you right back here next week. When someone else instead of me Always seems to know the way and I love-